This is a Radio 1 91FM podcast. And now we are about to be joined live by Fox Mayer, editor of Critic, the Dunedin Student magazine, and he is going to give us the lowdown on this week's issue. Kia ora, Fox. How are you? And thank you for joining us. Kia ora. It's good to be here. Thanks, mate. Issue 8. Yes. We're, we're that deep into the semester, aren't Yes, we? deep. Deep into that Crazy. Um, so your editorial this week uh, was on Good Friday. Um, you had a, a, a rather large bone to pick with Good Friday as a public mm. holiday. Tell us a bit about that. Well, it, obviously, the editorial section is just a chance for me to whinge. And uh, every, every year <laughs> over that weekend, I go out and I try to plan to do something. And I save all the shopping till the Friday. And I go to go shop. And apparently, because some dude was nailed to a cross 2,000 years ago, it means that I can't buy my trip supplies, which... I think Jesus would have agreed with as well. But, you know, that's just, that's just my take. You know, there's plenty of reasons to celebrate it. I just don't know why we call it Good Friday when it was, you know, it's a day of remembrance. That's always been confusing. Right. Mm-hmm. And it requires just too much planning, too much forethought. I have to put an entire notification into my calendar <laughs> to remind me that this is a holy day, apparently. I feel like we've been caught short as well. We have, yeah. We always forget to do our supermarket run. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a frustrating one, isn't it? Just weave it, just weave it. And there's been quite a bit of news in this week's issue, around 15 pages, which is, I reckon, quite a newsworthy week. What are some of the news pieces which stood out to you? Well, one of, one of the pieces that stood out to me this week was um, Zach's piece on the, the phosphate-carrying ship. Um, it wasn't something that I'd known much about, but in his report he described that you know there's this quote-unquote complex geopolitical situation in which one country has invaded another and is, there's some uh, human rights violations there. And, and the only two companies outside of the Moroccan regime that controls that place are in New Zealand that, that buy this product, one of which shipped uh, into Port Chalmers last week. And this has been going on for around 40 or so years, so it's not exactly new. It's just that you know, in the time that it's taken for us to write about it, we've had like two generations born, so they might mm. not really know about what's going on. Mm. Mm. That's quite crucial coverage then. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that it's got a space in the magazine that we've got a reporter looking at it. Awesome, awesome. Anything else? I saw that you wrote an article on a suspected drink spiking at a BYO. Mm, yes, yeah, so that, that occurred a while ago, and, and we've actually just been informed that uh, the story that I was given by one of the clubs and one of the people in that wasn't exactly what it added up. It sounds like there was some miscommunication along the way, but... Um, yeah, every, everybody involved in it is fine now, and the hospital gave us some very informative information on what to do if you suspect you find yourself in a similar situation. Can you give us a slight rundown of what happened? What happened... At the BYO? At the BYO. Well, it sounds like it was a um, a, a publicly available event in order to raise numbers for the club. Uh, two people had adverse reactions to their drinks that probably weren't alcohol. Um, there was no real apparent ideas to whose drinks were spiked and why it seemed random according to the club members and they were very confused as to who did this and why right fascinating uh a bit dark also in in in, in lighter news you had the uh the great critic te Aruhi flat garden competition um is is this the the inaugural competition or has this has this happened before oh this is the first that i know about but it, who knows how long we'll keep doing it for it was fun what one submission that we didn't get to put in there somebody had six square meters of black mold growing on their ceiling, which I thought (laughs) counted as an honorable mention, but we couldn't get a photo of that in time, so it didn't make it into the magazine. Uh, Do you yourself have a flat garden, or are you more of a bezel and a beer pong cup kind of guy? (laughs) Well, last year our flat had a 
a cactus in the backyard that bloomed every year and was about three meters tall. So oh, last gorgeous. year we definitely had a garden. This year, not so much. It's um, more of a, a patio kind of deal going on. Who does the judging in the competition for the flat garden? This week, uh, I think it was judged initially by Sean, but we editorialized and moved some stuff around at the last minute because we have the privilege to do that. You do. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a gorgeous competition. I, I really love how the, uh, the winner... I started her entire garden from uh, New World, My Little Garden. New World Cups, yeah. (laughs) Just little seedlings, took right off. And we're neighbors with the second place winners as well, and their garden is so great. I I love going next door and just having little. Does look fantastic. You've stolen their kale before, haven't you? Yes, and I hope Ruby's not listening because I think I killed it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, Fox, it's 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 an amazing issue. Um, Thanks for joining us, and can't wait for issue nine, mate. Thank you very much. Next week is conspiracy. We'll see what happens. Ooh, oh, we'll see. Exciting. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Radio 191 FM podcast. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.